and welcome back to the Leaders Who Love What They Do podcast. And this is Anne Collins and I'm your host today and thank you for joining me for episode four of our career development series, a very important episode all about how to be a leader when you don't have the title. Um, now before we dive into that, firstly I'd just like to apologise for the sound quality. I'm actually recording this on my phone because I'm away from home in Switzerland where I'm working um, in a company and working in-house on a leadership development programme which is really great um, but I'm sitting in a in the hotel room recording this on my phone so I really hope that the, the quality is good enough for you to enjoy it. Please let me know if it's not and I will re-record it when I get back. So let's dive into this, how to be a leader when you don't have the title and why is this important? Well it's really important because when people want to develop their career, if you're somebody who's looking to to move move into a more senior position and maybe, maybe you are a leader already or maybe you're not, but you're looking to step into um, a different level of leadership. Um, but so how do you do that when you don't have the title already? It can present a few, a few issues um, for people when they're thinking about that. So just like to dive into a little bit about uh, what, it, what it means to be a leader. What do we mean by that? So when, when I was a teacher in, uh, in primary school, I used to watch children playing and interacting with each other and organising themselves. And it's, it's very, very interesting because we can see how people at different times of the, of, the, of the game or of the activity take turns at being the leader. So you might find that some uh, manage to get people to join in with a game or others solve disputes really well or others negotiate to get decisions um, decide, and they decide together which game they want to play but perhaps they, they get their own game in um, more preferentially to, to, to the others. And, you, and there are others who maybe notice that there are other children sitting on the edge and not joining in and they do something about that. And there are others that maybe when the group gets stuck, they go to find the teacher and because they've realised that they're together as a group, they need someone to help them get unstuck and move forward. And so all of these qualities are so fascinating because they're all qualities of leadership that uh, we, we forget that we that we have those. We have those and everybody does. I really do believe that everybody has that ability to lead. We may not have all of those aspects, but we can develop them and we certainly will find that we have some of them. So there are many skills if you think about those children playing or working together, things like managing conflict, building relationships, communicating, influencing others, um, asking for help at the right time, using failure as a chance to learn in that sense. And the list goes on. I'm sure that you will have noticed other things as well. So we, even though we know really that that we can that we can um, have that we had do have these skills and that we can tap into them very often when I talk to people they they still are wary about applying for those leadership roles and there are there are often many factors but one of the things that I do um, hear quite a lot is this this deep down fear that they're not going to be good enough um, for the job not going to be up to the job and when we dig a little bit deeper there are often lots of elements to this, but one thing that comes up quite a lot is the one, well, I don't have any experience of it. 
So what I'd like us to do today is if you're th- if you're feeling that and you don't feel you have the experience to to apply for that next leadership role or a first leadership role, let's just take a little closer look at what you've done, what you're doing right now. And because I think that you are likely to find that you have leadership qualities and that you are already using them. It's a case of actually identifying them, which is not um, not always something that that comes comes naturally. We're looking for um, a, something on our CV, that kind of thing to put on our on our list. But let's let's look at it from a slightly different angle. So first of all, to start this, I think it's very useful to think again about what makes a successful leader. Now, firstly, I think you you will agree with me that it's not the title. The title does not make a leader. We don't have to look too far um, to to see that. And when I ask clients this question, what is also interesting is the types of types of qualities that people that people come up with um, often at the top of their list, and it, they invariably talk about the personal qualities of that person. So what I'd like you to do is think about a leader that you admire, someone maybe you've worked with, um, uh, that's probably the easiest, someone that you've worked quite closely with. So think about a leader that you admire, someone that you think has done a good job. Remember, they don't have to be perfect. I'm not sure that exists. But someone, a leader that you think is doing a good job or has done a good job. And think about the qualities of that person. So what, what is it about that person? Try to analyse what it is. What do they do? How, how do they come across? What is it that makes them a good leader? As opposed to maybe someone else who has done the same training, who's had the same experiences and, and doesn't, doesn't, uh, hit, doesn't hit the mark quite. So what many of, many of my clients tell me are things like this. Well, somebody who's open, who's honest, who builds good relationships, um, makes time for people, has uh, has great listening skills, works collaboratively. They are easy to work with. They talk to everybody. In in essence, they they can build a relationship based on trust. I think is how I would summarise all of that. Now, sometimes people do mention traditional metrics, you know, such as profit or doing uh, doing really well in, in terms of the business, developing the business. And that's obviously important, too. But I would say that's that's less important to people than these qualities around trust. So what I'd like you to do is to really um, think about that and then analyse those great leaders that you know, or those, those successful leaders that you admire and think about um, really understanding what they do, analysing and studying what they do and recognise where their strengths are and think about what your strengths are. How do, where, where are those um, crossing over with yours? And, and I'd like you to pay attention to those areas where you have those strengths already because you can work on those, strengthen them, use them better. And then also pay attention to the areas where perhaps you could, you could work on those elements as well. So this is, uh, this is the first step, I think, towards really thinking about, well, how can we take those next steps and when we don't have the title um, at that point? So the second thing is, is really becoming, becoming the person that demonstrates those qualities. Now, this doesn't mean becoming something different. It's still, you need to be yourself. But 
concentrating on those strengths that you have and developing the areas that you think are going to be helpful. That's it's still you. It's about being, as I've said many times before, it's about being the best version of yourself. So think about how you could develop in those areas. For example, it might be, could you improve your listening skills or how you manage conflict? And I think uh, most of us could say yes to that. Um, I'd say it's a, pretty much a, life, a lifelong, a lifelong uh, job working on those kind, of, those kind of areas we can always improve. So looking at those areas, really start to pinpoint where you want to put your focus. And of course, you can, you don't need a title to do that, to do that work. So the third thing, um, and this goes back to something I said in episode one of this career development podcast, is about saying yes to opportunities. So when we don't have the title, let's say yes to opportunities that, that are there in the everyday. Now this again, it doesn't need to be a title. It doesn't need to be a grand project. This could be an opportunity to look after an element of a project, to co- collaborate with other people across the business. Whatever that is, look Look for those opportunities that are available to you right now and they will be there. And even better, talk to talk to people around you and make sure that they know that you're interested in taking those on. The other way that you can do this and that uh, many of my clients do is about looking at opportunities that are outside, maybe in a voluntary capacity. So or in with an association, a charity, um, working in a working in a school as a in a on a in, as a governor or in another role. So there are lots of opportunities where you can develop those skills and where really you can you can contribute a huge amount. Um, and if you find an area that you're really passionate about, then yeah, Yes, so much, so much the better. So look broadly. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a grand title or a grand project. Look for those everyday opportunities and and see how you can take them. And in fact, you don't even need to discuss it with everybody. If your if your focus is on, for example, let's say um, improving your listening skills, well, you can do that without any without any further uh, additional. Um, responsibilities. Just start and think and analyse what you're doing and just take that little bit of extra time to reflect on how that's going. Maybe do some extra self-development work, listen, uh, listen to, listen to podcasts such as this one to try to, to try to develop in those areas that you've identified. So number four, and this is, I think, an interesting one because Often when, when I talk to people and we're talking about whether they, they want to take on um, that next leadership role or a first leadership role, there's quite often something else that's stopping them from putting themselves forward or actually taking the post up. And it can be lots of different things. But I think it's important to identify what that is. So ask yourself, well, maybe you've had opportunities and you haven't taken them. And why is that? What is it that's potentially stopping you from taking that next step? Now, this could be many, many reasons. I'm not going to even hazard a guess here because it could be so varied. But ask that question and be aware of what those what those elements may be. It might be, it might be, uh, it might be to do with mindset. It might be to do with confidence. It might be to do with the perceived opportunities or the costs, the human costs, the time costs. It could be so many things. So 
be be aware of those and and start to think about well how could how could I get over those or what would compensate um, for those things so and start analyzing what it is that maybe is stopping you from from actually putting yourself forward. So finally, once you've got the title, so imagine you've you've done all of that, you've you've put in the you've put in the the work around developing your skills, and you've got and you've got the new title. What is going to help you to to keep moving forward? Not, and I don't mean necessarily getting another title, but actually developing your leadership within that role. And I would say it it comes down to continuing that work. In fact, it's a it's a long term and ongoing process. Be- becoming the next level of leader that you need to be is is work that that needs to continue. And I would suggest that you slow down to speed up. Give yourself that time to learn from those who are where you want to be. And again, I don't mean necessarily going up the ladder, but look at those people who are leading in the way that you want to lead. And remember, you're not going to be the same. There's no such thing as a copycat leader. But who do you want to be? What kind of leader do you want to be? And how can you start to develop those skills or continue to develop those skills and those qualities? And when we're looking at people that we're admiring in this way, we, we need to we need to analyse very carefully. What do they do? What are what kind of things do they do? What things don't they do? What do they say? How do they say things? What are they thinking? And essentially, who do you need to be? So this goes back to this idea of having a to be list. So this links back to our number two episode, which is about ditching the to to do list for your to be list. So do try to make the link there between those two and maybe go back and listen to that. And finally, I would say, ask yourself, what's the one thing that could make a difference to you. Focus on one thing. Why one thing? Because when we focus on one thing, we can we can really give ourselves a good chance of making great progress on that. And we find that often other things fall into place. So when we decide on the one thing that we're going to work on, it becomes manageable. It's absolutely possible to take those steps. And we, we, we feel, I think there's a lightness and um, when we can just isolate one thing. So that, again, that might be listening skills or it might be thinking about how to manage meetings or how to manage conflict in meetings, whatever it is. Make sure that you know for you, what is that domino? And I like to think of it as a domino. What is that domino that's going to knock all the rest out of the way? What's the what's the the key point that you need to work on that's going to be the catalyst to moving you forward as a leader? So just to recap then, I would say there are four four main uh, things that you can do to help yourself to to become the leader that you need to be without without the title. So firstly, really analyse what, what successful leaders in your mind do. And remember, it's, it's, it's going to be very personal to you. It's not going to be, it's not going to be necessarily the same person as someone else. Secondly, how could you develop more in those areas? So really seek out those opportunities. There's so much now that's available. So look around and be specific in those, uh, in those targets. Thirdly, say yes to opportunities in the everyday and find the opportunities. More importantly, that should be first. Find the opportunities and then say yes to them. And 
I would even go further, create those opportunities. How could you, in your role at the moment, develop some of those leadership skills more fully? Finally, back to this idea of a domino. What's the one thing that you could do that would improve your leadership mindset today? What is that one thing? So if you'd like any help with this, then do get in touch with me and go to the website bluebottlecoaching.com and you will see that there is some information there. Um, I am available to give one-to-one coaching for people who want to work on these at whatever level. This might be as a as a first leadership post, but often actually I'm working with people who are looking at stepping into C-suite or even um, into board positions. So If that's of interest to you, do get in touch. I'd love to chat and uh, do join me again um, very soon for another episode. There'll be another episode next week all about uh, career development. So join me then. In the meantime, have a great have a great week. And thanks again for listening. Bye bye.